0: What's happening my Jack family? Coach Scott here, jackedafter40.com and shreddedafter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. Today I like to talk about mental health, especially since it is top of mind for many of us who are following the Olympics and have witnessed the bravery of Simone Biles bowing out of the... Team uh, gymnastics event at the Olympics there, and possibly even the individual events as well. Mental health is near and dear to me. Uh, I have been faced my mental health issues in the past, battled some mild depression about 17 years ago, and I'm grateful. For the help and guidance of a professional therapist who really got me feeling back to my happy-go-lucky self once again and taking those necessary steps to reclaim my zest for life and although i'm happy go lucky and positive most of the time i do have my moments where i feel down i notice that it's typically when i'm feeling overwhelmed or if i've gone a few days without an adequate amount of sleep so i'm very aware of those triggers and i typically experience some of those depressive feelings starting to creep into my life. So I have learned to keep that in check. Uh, In the past, when I did experience the depression 17 years ago, I would fight those feelings and try to push on, try to still put in my full effort of work, but I wouldn't be as productive. It would just add to the overwhelm. It would add to the stress. Whereas nowadays, I recognize the overwhelm. I recognize the inadequate amount of sleep is what's triggering those little depressive feelings. So I get back to focusing on getting an adequate amount of sleep. And I will not be afraid to spend the day binge watching Netflix, maybe even the weekend if that's what it takes to just check out from reality for a little bit, Uh, because if I allow myself to do that, yes, the work doesn't go away, but I'm able to handle the work better when I get back to it one or two days later. That's just me, and it's, again, keeping the slight little mild depression at bay Um, rather than letting it build up because it can get out of control if I just keep pushing through it. And the biggest reason why I continue to bring up mental health in these Jack That's 40 Life videos and Jack That's 40 Podcast is because several of my clients and subscribers have messaged me about their personal experiences with depression and we're very open in our dialogue. We're sharing our experiences and just value the importance of being able to talk about it. I think that's the biggest thing of seeing such a a high profile figure such as Simone Biles uh, talking about mental health and how it has impacted her. I mean, this is this is one of her biggest life events. Like she is bowing out of the Olympics when she could have earned several more gold medals here. And it just shows the toll that anxiety, depression, and mental health can have on you. And just how important it is to do what is important to take care care of yourself. Mental health is absolutely crucial and I'm just so glad that more of us are being more open uh, in talking about our experiences with it. I think one of the biggest takeaways from Simone's experience here is just the impact that social media can have on us and you're hearing a lot of other um, Olympians and high profile public figures there talking about how how social media impacts their mental health. And I know, like for myself, I only got a YouTube channel of almost 10,000 subscribers here, and I can't believe the kind of comments that I get on a regular basis. If you're someone who is on social media going out and making negative comments on, other people's profiles, you are the scum of the earth. Like, I don't know what you're getting out of this. You can't possibly be benefiting in any kind of way to go on, even if you disagree with someone, you don't like what they're doing, to put the effort and time in criticizing them, bashing them, putting them down I don't know if it actually makes you feel better about yourself but it is the most unproductive use of your time and you are the scum of the earth. I mean I get comments criticizing me all the time some people telling me that I'm too lean and because I stay lean all the time is the reason why I am so small and then not able to pack on tons of muscle even though I'm continuing to gain like a pound of muscle each and every year which is on par with which the research shows is possible for us men over 40 who are experienced lifters decades of experience working out Um, but i still get people who will criticize me for being too lean and i'll get people who criticize me saying i'm too fat that i am not lean enough to talk about getting shredded after 40 i get people telling me that i'm too small i'm not big enough to talk about building muscle after 40 Um, i get people telling me that clearly the supplements that you're you're taking uh aren't good for hair growth or anything like that so i get compliments about my baldness. It's just, it is absolutely ridiculous what I face. And I only have a YouTube channel of 10,000 subscribers. So I can't imagine having hundreds of thousands and millions of people following you and just, just unfiltered criticizing you and just, I mean, horrible, horrible comments wishing just terrible things upon you. I just don't Get it, and social media is just I mean, that is just one aspect of social media that can have a dramatic impact on your mental health, even though it's very like for myself personally. Nowadays, I just ignore those comments, I leave them up there on my page because it shows all right. If you want to put your comment out there, the rest of the world's going to see what an asshole you are. Um, and I'm not going to respond to that kind of stuff unless there's the occasional time I will respond. And typically, I regret it, I'm like, I wasted my time responding to this person, they weren't even worth my energy and time, but if I think it's a my response to it can benefit others because the, the comment is just so way off base and misleading for other people following the channel who might be reading the comment section, I want to make sure there's clarity uh, brought up there. But for the most part, I ignore all that stuff, but sometimes it's just difficult. And I can only imagine for someone like Simone, who's just tons of people, tons of comments, it can wear on you, there's no doubt about it. And the other tough part about social media is the comparison game. I mean, most people's social media profiles are a highlight reel of their life, so you're not seeing what's really going on behind the scenes. It's a big reason why I like to keep things raw and real with my lifestyle. I like to share my moments where I am struggling, where I'm facing challenges. I like to talk about things like this, show that I am human, I don't have this perfect life. most of the time it is, I, this Jacked at 40 lifestyle for me is about living my life to the fullest. It is about having this great zest for life. And that's the way I feel, genuinely feel most of the time. But when I feel down, I'm more than willing and more than happy to share those down times because it's real. It's, it's life. It's something that allows me to relate to others, to my fellow subscribers, to my clients, like... We're human, man. Life isn't perfect. We have our challenges. We have our ups and downs. So when you're comparing to other people's highlight reels and especially in this fitness industry, I don't always like this is a big reason. Like when I do my mini cuts or my body transformations, I like to keep it real and share how I look when I am standing relaxed from the front, from the side. because I want it, I want you to see it. like That's that's real. That's real life as compared to, like most people will just share their pictures, share their videos of them striking the perfect pose with the perfect lighting and um, it's just the perfect photograph. Like it's just, and they may even filter it with Photoshop and all that kind of stuff, even just extra filters and all that stuff. That's not real. And when you're seeing that all of the time, when you're seeing those perfect images, you look at yourself you're like, man, I still got a ton of fat on I me. Mean, when you're comparing to someone like, I look, way different when I am relaxed compared to striking the perfect pose. When I strike the perfect pose, I look like I've got zero body fat on me at all. Yet when I stay relaxed, people look at me and go, oh yeah, you're probably about 12, 13% body fat, which is what I would be at. So it's, it's a lot more realistic when you see those relaxed poses. So it's a big reason why I like to, again, just keep things real so you guys see the whole picture and you're not thinking, you're not trying to compare yourself to my ideal Situation where I've got when I'm taking a photo or a video pumped with the perfect lighting with the perfect pose, like I know how to manipulate my body in a way that makes me look so much leaner than I actually am, and he's so much bigger than I actually am as well. So, um I can do that, and I like, I like to share that. I like to share those tricks of how you can look your best in a photo, but I also want to show you the real side of it and how I truly look when I'm not striking that perfect pose and everything. So that's definitely a downside of social media with it being a highlight reel there, and, and with it being the comparison game. So once again, we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to others. There we can look at others and admire their physiques, admire their achievements, but, to try to look exactly like them when we've got different structures ourselves and we've got different lifestyles like some of these people that we're trying to emulate some of them have a team working with them 24 7 that they're preparing meals for them they're there to talk them through certain situations um they're there to train they don't have to think about what workout do i have to do today what do i need to eat today it's all taking care of them and even if you look at someone like Simone Biles there who has a team looking after her and, and helping her with recovery and all that stuff. You look at the pressure of situations and living up to certain expectations, the toll it can take on you. That's another big takeaway from this experience with Simone Biles and the Olympics is expectations and trying to live up to others' expectations. And it's tough, like you can say a lot of times, like I'm, I do this for me, I am. I love to be lean. I I love, like right now, my level of leanness is where I feel my best, it's where I perform my best. Um, This is my ideal situation. Like everything is congruent with the core of my being. It's where it allows me to to live my life to the fullest. I am not this level of leanness because of billboards that I see or what I'm watching in the magazine or any movies or because anyone else on YouTube or the comments that I'm getting saying you're too fat or anything like, this is where I'm at right now. I'm not gonna get any leaner because someone's saying I should be leaner. And I'm not going to get fatter because Anyone else tells me that, oh, you'll be better off, let your your abs go and gain more fat, you'll be able to build more muscle. It's like, I know my body. I have been doing this for decades. Um, I know the amount of fat that I need to gain in order to build muscle. I know like this amount of surplus, the calorie surplus that I require in order to build muscle. No comment on YouTube can tell me that. No even research can tell me that because I've done my own research on myself over these years applying All the evidence that's out there and applying the evidence based on my own personal experiences of what is best for me but expectations it is it's a real thing in this industry in this culture Um, it's definitely faced people say it's faced uh, women more so body image issues and expectations of how you should look as a female Um, so it's kind of good to see more discussion about that and accepting all body types and all of that but um with us men a lot of it not only comes to leanness but it is definitely size like how much we weigh i can't tell like i weigh a buck 50 and i can't tell you how many times i hear people say oh i weighed that in high school man you're you're not a man unless you weigh 200 pounds Like like in this bodybuilding culture especially when it comes to the muscle building industry and aspect of this industry um i'm my physique would be frowned upon, uh, uh, according to some among this industry, but I am able to ignore all of those because I resonate a whole lot better with the average Joe, the average bro over 40 out there, we're not going to be, we'll never be 200 pounds no matter what we do. And Actually, even if we took performance enhancing drugs, it would be very difficult for a guy with my size, my frame, my genetics to get up to 200 pounds. And imagine 50 extra pounds on my body. I would just not even look good at that point. But there's that standard that's out there in in regards to this industry. And I'm just here to represent my fellow lightweight bros out there, the average Joes who are doing the best we can with the gifts that we've been granted. And the only expectations we have is to Just give the best of ourselves, work with the gifts that we have and and maximize those to the fullest, not striving for any kind of other expectation or standard that's out there, just make the most out of what we have. And this is the biggest reason why I continue to encourage my fellow men over 40 to just be true to yourself, to follow goals and go after goals that are congruent with the core of your being. Again, just because I, am comfortable at this level of leanness this is where i feel my best and perform my best doesn't mean that this level of leanness is going to suit you uh, just as well recent i got a new client recently and he's mentioned that i mean even if he gets down to 15 percent body fat it just doesn't feel right to him he's not as energetic he just feels run down and That's him. There's he's certainly not alone in feeling like that. Certain builds, certain structures, certain frames just are some some of us men over forty are just not meant to be below fifteen percent body fat. Doesn't mean you can't look incredibly fantastic at 15 percent body fat even 15 to 20 percent body fat it's just that you shouldn't strive to be crazy freaking ripped and shredded if you're going to feel like a bag of shit it's just not worth it it's like all about striving for goals that allow you to feel your best perform your best live your life to the full so chase after goals that are congruent to you that truly mean a lot to you and feel right to you so don't chase after anyone else's goals experiment with different things, get to a level of leanness that suits you best, feels your best and, and go from there. That's why it's so important for us men over 42 to share our experiences together and realize that we are all different, that we shouldn't strive for an exact number. There's no ideal out there when it comes to level of leanness. It's all going after what's going to suit you best and what suits you best, realizing that that's not gonna be, your, your experience at a certain body fat percentage is not gonna be the same for someone else. Like I said, I don't encourage others to get to around 10% body fat just because it feels best to me. It's where my zest for life is because for someone else, that's gonna put their libido in the tank. They're going to be stressed. They're gonna get no joy of life. They're gonna have social anxiety from it all. And if you're someone who feels like a bag of shit when getting down to 10% body fat, it doesn't mean that you should discourage other men over 40 from getting to that level of leanness because that may be where they feel their absolute best and perform their absolute best. You can simply share your experience Kind of give them a little bit, I won't say necessarily warning, but just tell them, all right, pay attention to these little signs. And if you're getting down to a certain level of leanness and you start to feel the impact of lower libido, you're not recovering as well, you're not getting as much joy of life, you're not performing your best in all areas of life, then that may not be a level of leanness that suits you best. And again, it's a big difference when you're in a calorie deficit um, at a certain level of body fat and at maintenance level calories at a certain level of body fat too. So there are a lot of things to consider, but the bottom line is you shouldn't be critical of others for going after certain goals. Just simply share your experiences and let them experiment on their own and find what suits them best. Like I said, I really don't know what people are getting out of criticizing others on social media because I know from firsthand experience, this journey, this transformation journey, this jacked up for your life journey is so much more rewarding when you're supporting others, when you're building each other up, learning and growing together. Hearing others out with an open mind offering some suggestions, but uh, like I said, just again, learning and growing from each other. And I think the biggest take-home message from all of this is to be open, to talk about, and to not be afraid to back out of something uh, and feel like a failure if you are in a transformation contest and you can't complete it for whatever reason. If it's just not feeling right to you, if it's causing too much undue stress in your life, if you've made too many drastic changes in order to accommodate that challenge, maybe you decided that you want to compete in a bodybuilding contest and you're getting halfway through that contest prep and you're just realizing this is just not for me. This is just wearing me down, beating me down. I'm unsure of this whole experience. It's okay to bow out of the competition. Maybe it just chalked up to to bad timing at all. It doesn't mean that preparing for a contest is not in the books for you. It just may not be the right timing for for you in this moment. It's causing some unnecessary stress in your life. And like I always tell everyone on this, my fellow bros on this Jack Debt for Your Life YouTube channel, on these podcasts, this Jack Debt for Your Life is all about doing your your training, your nutrition, your diet, it's all meant to enhance all areas of your life. So if you're not feeling like what you're doing in that moment is enhancing your life, um, it's okay to bow out of that because you're doing what is best for you in that moment, taking care of your mental health so you can be you're the best version of yourself in this moment and most important if you're facing any mental health challenges don't hold it in get professional help talk to a therapist it's the best thing i ever did for myself and please know that i am here for you feel free to reach out to me i've got your back and i am here to support you every step of the way hope you enjoyed today's podcast if you did please do me a favor and smash that thumbs up button i'd really appreciate it if you know a fellow bro who would benefit from listening to today's podcast do them a favor and share it with them. More than anything, I would love to hear from you down in the comment section below. Share your thoughts, share your insights, share your feedback. I would love to hear from you. Before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you in the next podcast.